Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Naisha. Welcome, Welcome to Breaking, Breaking Wind. Jumper, that is incredible. That's amazing. I ha- I am recording already. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can add, you can add that the admiration of the jumper bit in. <laughs> I, I, I will. I won't cut that out. <laughs> With me saying nothing because the sound's not coming through. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Yeah, so this is my jumper that I got when I was shopping with um, Chris, aka our friend who looks exactly like Tom Cruise 20 years ago. (laughs) And we were in Zara and I just saw it. I saw it from across the room and I was like, I have to have this jumper. And you knew, yeah. Yeah. For the listeners, it's the (laughs) biggest, biggest knitted jumper, like so baggy. I could be any shape. It's, it's it, But it's and like it's, bright orange. It's so cool. <laughs> it's like a pumpkin. <laughs> Very pumpkin vibes. Yeah, it's yeah. quite Halloween-esque. I love it, though. Thank you. Oh, I God. Whose oh. bloody suggestion was this film? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing. It was mine. <laughs> but But we do actually have somebody who voted for it too okay. which is our good friend good friend of the podcast Brit and we yeah. have a voice recording that we can um, play of why she well why she voted for the movie but as you'll hear she feels about it probably yeah I guess how I feel about it which we mm. will come to see okay. so do you want to yeah we'll put we'll we'll add her little thing here Hello, dearest friends, I'm Naisha. Yes, I did recommend that you watch the terrible movie Glitter. Um, I have to tell you, it's pretty awful, and I'm not sure you're going to be able to make it through it. Um, This movie is horrific at best. Um, It got a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is basically unheard of. Um, And for a movie with a $5.3 million budget, um, it's really just definitely not cutting it. Um, and that $5.3 million budget, um, funnily enough, is only 15% of what she insured her voice for. Mariah Carey insured her voice for $35 million. That's not even a joke. And then she insured the pair of her legs. Her legs! Nobody even knows Mariah Carey for her legs. She insured her legs for an additional $35 million policy. I just, I don't understand. This lady gets wheeled in a chair to the stage so that she doesn't have to walk and repeatedly throws people out of her shot if they're standing in her light. I just can't even waste any kind of energy on this woman. So quite honestly, I've never even seen the movie Glitter. I just imagine that it has to be just as terrible as Mariah Carey is. All I want for Christmas is her to shut the fuck up. Um, yep, so thank you so much to Britt for sending that in. Yeah, thank uh, you. Britt, 
Brit, I love how much how passionate Brit is about the subject, <laughs> and Mariah, and Brit is our actually our first bananamal to get in touch with us and follow the podcast <gasps> after we got the banana shout out, and she's also a murderino. So I always forget that we have the banana <laughs> shout outs. <laughs> How do you think we're making it in America, Jackie? <laughs> How do you think this is happening? <laughs> it is actually crazy that they shouted us out. I know, it's actually crazy. And I remember being so excited um, when Brit when started DMing, um, DMing after um, Brit had discovered it. And it was just like, oh my God. <laughs> she was like, you guys are going to blow up. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I love it. So great. So thank you for being such a loyal listener. Yeah. Uh, we love you. And yeah. And so yeah, glitter. Whew. First, oh well, first of all, goodness. can we just delay talking about it for a little bit longer? Yeah. So how's your week? <laughs> oh. <laughs> fabulous, darling. It's fabulous. <coughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just, um, I mean, it was going so great that I forgot that I was late to publish the other episode from last week. <laughs> it just completely I, passed me by. I didn't say anything because I was like, hey, look, we publish it when we publish it. But I didn't realise <laughs> that you just forgot. <laughs> Literally forgot. <laughs> I would have given you another, definitely at least another few days and then just done yeah. a check-in to be like, is everything Okay. <laughs> Well, because you sent me that lovely text saying, like, how much you value the podcast. And then I was like, oh, maybe that was supposed to be a subtle reminder. <laughs> no, it genuinely wasn't. <laughs> See, usually, usually I will hold my hands up. That would be something I would do. An underhand tactic. For instance, earlier, just earlier, I was talking to Tom Cruise, our friend Tom Cruise. Sorry. That's all right. Oh, there's an, there's an alarm going off in this room. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. I'll just keep talking. So, uh, yeah, our friend who looks like Tom Cruise. Jeez. He, um, I said to him, oh, there's this, um, so I've seen this play advertised, which, get this, two of the stars in this London West End play Mm. are Jay from the Inbetweeners, UK Inbetweeners, and Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and they're starring in the same play. What the F? That is along, so weird. Along with Giovanni Fletcher, who's married to the McFly guy, and they, you know, they had that lovely wedding video, and she oh she won God. the jungle thing. She's in it as well. I'm like, this what? Is such a random cast. Yeah. So basically, my my point to that story is obviously I'm gonna go see it because what the hell. Yeah. But I said to I said to I said to Chris just just now actually just before we got on here. Oh, I really want to see this. Do you, do you fancy seeing it too? And he went, yeah, like maybe let's go see it in January. I was like, cool. I'm really, I've booked a lot of things and paid for a lot of stuff today. So I will book it at some point. But, you know, I think I need a break. And then he went, yeah, I'll book it. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically me not directly asking, can you book can it? Can you please buy this one? Because I can't be bothered. <laughs> but I really want to go. Love that. Underhand. Push it back, push it back. <laughs> Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. What? I didn't know Jay from the... uh, Oh my God, what is it called? In between us. In between us. I didn't know Jay was like doing anything else. 
Apart from that, well, and like Ladbrokes gambling ads. And cameos, because I ordered one of him. Oh, Did really? That? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Again. What was that, like Cruise. two pounds? <laughs> no, <laughs> but he has he's absolutely cornered the market in that he charges, it's about 40, 50 quid per cameo, mm. but he gets, that's lower than a lot of people on there, and he gets the volume, so he makes an absolute bucket load of cash, yeah, because okay. he's, and he's, because his character has so many amazing quotes, yeah. it's just perfect, because he can just reel off a load of quotes, it's so easy, yeah. Um, that's fantastic. Yep, so you've had, um, how's, yeah, anything else happening in the week, anything exciting um we're going to a wine bar tomorrow jackie Ooh, a wine bar like somebody's the fancy. fanciest people on earth Ooh. i'm really excited except they just do like tapas food so i'm gonna oh. overorder because i'll be worried about like not having enough to eat tapas 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 <laughs> I get very stressed with tapas because I don't like sharing food, so it's just not ideal, really. Yeah, it's not the ideal I don't food. either, like, look, Marley and I don't really like sharing our takeout, like, we order our own separate meals and just yeah. them. And also because, yeah. like, I obviously want something vegan and she always wants the chicken. <laughs> so yeah, just, exactly. It just makes it yeah. easier to get our own. And, like, yeah. our house, we had our housemates up the other day and had, like, a games night. It was really cute. And they, Aww. whenever they're, they're up, they always get, like, a big pizza to share and me and Molly are like no no we want no completely different pizzas that's not happening yeah <laughs> <laughs> no. and that's the way it should be to be honest <laughs> oh that's exciting you'll have to let me know how the wine bar is yeah yeah I'm really excited yeah. for that what about Amazing. you what are you up to well I've been watching a lot a lot of shit on tv <laughs> obviously so first one <laughs> uh Demi Unidentified, which is about Demi Lovato looking for UFOs and aliens and ghosts. Okay, you have to tell me everything because Marley tried to watch it and really struggled. And she was like, I think we need to watch it together, but it's so bad and I can't tell whether it's meant to be sarcastic or not. Oh, I freaking loved it. (laughs) I love shit like that. I don't believe in any of it, but I love watching people who are passionate. And Demi... I truly believe Demi is all in with it. I think yeah, she believes okay. everything about it. Oh, sorry, they... Oh, slip up there. Pronouns. That's all right. You, cor- that you corrected. That's yeah. acceptable, yeah. Well, Demi did say... Yeah, Demi said on an Instagram post, actually. <laughs> if you slip up, just learn. And yeah, anyway. So the... Um, so Demi really believes in it. And then Demi had a friend who was more of a... Well said they're more of a skeptic but they they were full on into it as well (laughs) they didn't seem skeptical at all and then demi's sister and yeah so they just it was just (laughs) just i was so hooked on it it just was my exact kind of tv because when in the first episode they were searching for ghosts and they got this recording, it was not recording equipment, they got this ghost detector machine, whatever. Yeah, like a electromagnetic field, something. Exactly. If you believe in it, fine, and I respect people's beliefs. But I think these ghost hunter guys were absolute 
crooks. Just taking <laughs> just them think, for a ride. Yeah. Yeah, I really do because they had the, these machines and Demi would go in into the room and then speak to, it was sort of in a brothel and, you know, there were ghosts and stuff in there. And Demi would go in and speak to the, um, <laughs> speak to the ghosts. But the way that the ghosts would communicate back is that this the machine would just beep. Like, as a reply, just beep. And it was pretty much just beeping in response to pretty much anything they asked. Okay. So, for instance, Demi would say, do you want the guys to leave the room? And it would beep. And then and then it went, and then, and then Demi went, would you like me to sing for you? Oh, no. No. And then, and then they sang Skyscraper. Oh my <laughs> and then one of the alien episodes they went to this this lady in the in the desert and she was like yoga yogi spiritual on steroids yeah like okay. all of the extreme stereotypes it was amplified saging in and, the desert yeah and then and, and it sort of the climax of the episode was Demi and everyone else and this lady sitting in this pyramid with um, sort of flashing lights and a mirror to sort of reflect, mm. you know, aura and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I just I was so entertained by it. I just absolutely <laughs> loved it. And OK, I'm going yeah, it it, it, to check it out. It sounds wild. Exactly. It, it's very much of the same kind of ilk to me as a Hollywood medium where there's okay. this guy. Oh, my God. This guy, he claims to be a medium for the stars. So, you know, psychic, <laughs> whatever, contact the, the dead. Every episode, he puts on this ridiculous charade where he pretends that he doesn't know which celebrity's house they're visiting. Apparently, oh, no. only the producer knows, mm-hmm. and he goes to the celebrity's house, and it's like, oh, I've, I've, and that he pretends like barely not to, not to even recognise them, like goes to a Kardashian's house, and is like, <laughs> and then, honestly, to give an example, the Kardashian episode, I knew or could guess pretty much everything that he said just from watching the show and being a general fan. So, mm-hmm. it, it's yeah, it's load of lies, yeah. It's ridiculous because he clearly has private investigators yeah. and producers working very hard behind the scenes and then they feed all the information to him before they go to the celebrity's house. And it's, so. it's too easy when you have a big celebrity like that because they have such a presence on social media. They're going to forget what's actually out there or exactly. not be aware of what's out there. It's, they've got such public mm. lives. Yeah, the because Kardashians they say... are huge. They've had a whole yeah. TV show about their private lives. Exactly, and ex- what you say is so right because they always say the celebrity always says he could never have googled that. He would never have known. It's like mm, he could definitely have googled that somehow, but like you say, you've forgotten that the information yeah. is out there, or yeah. somebody else leaked something that you didn't know about. So yeah, easily. Yeah, <laughs> so but funny. it's but I still he's the one laughing all the way to the bank because I watched the show. So you know, good yeah. on him. It's a win-win. <laughs> Win-win. Laughing all the way to the bank. I love that expression. <laughs> oh, have you watched Selling Sunset? Uh, yes. Not all of it. Some of it. With the bald guys. 
Yes, there's yeah. a new series. Series four is out. I've just yeah, watched okay. it. Okay. Oh, really so good. good. Okay. So good. It is the. Oh, it's just the epitome of trash reality TV. It's when what I live for. when they get hired for that job, have they just been models before, or do they actually have realtor experience? They are genuine realtors because okay. they have like they have to have realtor licenses. But okay, okay. I do believe that. I mean, a lot of them were previously actresses and also models, so yeah. I think they kind of they wanted a different career path, and that was a good yeah because they can use their skills that they already have, and then yeah. Okay. I just love looking at the houses. Oh, so oh, houses are ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Incredible. So yeah. Uh, I yeah, just so only is... because what I my my takeaway from the show was them just like bitching in the office more than actually like doing the job. Yeah, <laughs> it is. That is pretty much it. I think at this point, honestly, I think because they're so big on the TV show now, I think most of it isn't like it's probably genuine listings, but somebody else mm. is doing the work. They're yeah, just okay. they're finding the property but then giving it, and then the show takes it, and then they go, oh, why don't you look around this house today, or you mm-hmm. pick up this client kind of thing. That's what yeah. I think. But, uh, yeah, I love it, <laughs> so though. funny. Yeah. And then, oh, the It's Always Sunny podcast. Have you heard about this? No. Have you discussed this? <gasps> yeah. <gasps> it's a listen-along where it's uh, Charlie, Mac, and Dennis, as in just the act, n- not yeah. <laughs> the characters, and Let's they just it. watch... Yeah, they just rewatch their episodes from series one, episode one, and just talk about it and chat about the show. It's really that good. That is so cool. Oh my goodness. So cool. So yeah, get on that. Okay, Amazing. yeah, I'm going to look at that. Definitely. Yeah. I've literally, I have nothing to update you on TV-wise because I've just been watching Below Deck, Below Deck, Below Deck mm. the whole time. But yeah. there is a guy from one of the early seasons who reminds he's like a real life Mac. It's hilarious. Like, he's yes. got the same, like, wild expression in his eyes. He's like, um, the reason I was able to react so quickly in that situation is because I used to be a firefighter and I have firefighter reflexes. Yeah. <laughs> and he just <laughs> always has to work in how he used to be a firefighter every time. Anytime yeah. he can bring it up. And then, like, there's this really hot deckhand that comes on board and, like, all the boys are interested in her. And, um... She, like, has a bit of a thing where she's torn between two of them, but this guy, Bobby, who's the real-life Mac, is not one of the guys that she's into, and he's like, so, you know, I just want to know, like, would you, would you know, would I ever have a chance with you? Because I just don't feel like I've been given that chance with everyone else, so I just, I have to know. And it's like, dude, I'm pretty sure she would have made a move on you by now if she was interested, like, oh god, wedging himself in there. Oh, dear. That sounds that sounds very entertaining. It's really funny. It's really yeah. funny. I love for stuff like that. <laughs> you know, this is what we like to do. We like to watch trash. You know, because we're we're using so much of our brain power, you know, during the day and gotta got relax. You've gotta relax, you know. Relax. Oh, I'm still being ghosted by Gusto, by the way. What? <laughs> They've never acknowledged me. I keep tagging them and stuff. Oh, and bastards. they keep ignoring me. The bastards. I know, it's so rude. And you talk about them so much. I have given I have given them so many referrals and I've spoken about them on an international podcast. Not that it helps because they're only in the UK, but still. 
Maybe they're salty about the pepper soup comment that you made. Oh yeah, whoopsie. <laughs> well, I made a goulash thing today. Is that the word? Yeah, goulash, goulash yeah. Oh, it sounds really weird. It does. Um, <laughs> so I made a goulash thing today and it gave me cayenne pepper that claimed it was half a teaspoon you again. Let throw it out. Yeah, so I put the tiniest amount on a teaspoon and yeah. I chucked the rest away. So fingers crossed it's edible. Yeah, cool. I don't, I don't trust them. I think they've got this, like super strong. Cayenne is quite hot as well. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. What a fan. One more thing before we talk about this horrible film. Yeah. So from listening back <laughs> to episodes, because you edit them, you do all the work, and then I just have to listen to them. The listening... Yeah, but I don't always listen to them. I just I just pop in <laughs> some music and then I'm like, oh, there you go. <laughs> Hopefully it's well, okay. This... <laughs> well, this is the thing. The listening... I am picking up on so many bad habits that I have that I'm going to try and work on because I've given myself the ick about myself. Oh no! Everything what? everything I say and do is annoying me about myself. No. I've got the ick about myself. <laughs> never sleeping I, with myself again. I'm never doing it. I'm leaving. I just, I can't say what it is because I don't want the, the sort of the glass to shatter. For oh, for everyone else. They haven't picked it up. Yeah. So I'm going to try really hard and work on it. But just thinking about the ick. So they talked about it on My Therapist Ghost at Me, obviously. Mm. I I get the ick so easily when it comes to dating. Yeah. And I think, I think this is why the, <laughs> the love of my life that I moaned about in the, <laughs> in the Leprechaun episode. I think this is why I was hung up because I did, there wasn't enough time for me to get the ick. Mm. So I think if it had gone on a bit longer, maybe I would have got the ick and maybe... And then you I could just been, put it to bed. And, the, and then completely put it to bed. Yeah. Yeah. I just, honestly, the ick, it, you never know when it's going to creep up. And it's, <laughs> like, it's going to strike. Bam! <laughs> bam! I feel like oh. on, on the um, MTGM, MTGM, my therapist goes to me, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but she even, one of them said um, it happened like... <laughs> When she was, like, bringing someone to bed, she was like... (laughs) (laughs) The turn happened very quick. Oh, no. (laughs) No, actually, no. (laughs) I just... The problem is, just sometimes... Yeah, I'll just get it where... Unfortunately, it gets to the point of no return where everything somebody says and does annoys me. Like, everything. Mm. Every, Every single thing. It's very unfortunate, but... It's, can't do nobody's immune. It. Nobody's immune to it either. Brad Pitt, Jennifer Lawrence, they will have given somebody the ick. Mm. I don't care how perfect they are. Nobody's <laughs> immune to it. It can just happen. <laughs> don't care how perfect. Yeah. Um, I know you said that was the last thing, but I actually do have one more thing. Oh, because it God. reminded me of a previous conversation that we had about um bloomers. <laughs> bloomers. <laughs> It's going to seem really <laughs> random. I went to the shops um, yesterday to like get a Christmas present for Marley and inspiration unfortunately just didn't strike while I was there. So I, I ended up coming home with just a five pack of um, undies for her <laughs> because she desperately needs them. Like she's just got, 
I hope she's not embarrassed me saying this, but like, you know, when they just start falling apart because they're yeah, just the cheap yeah. ones and you pick them up and they're like fingerless gloves, like your fingers could go through <laughs> all the holes. They're ridiculous. Yeah. So I was just like, look, I'll just treat her. Just... And they're, they're not her Christmas present. Like, she needs them. I'm giving them to her now. Yeah. Just a five pack of undies. And she was so excited when I brought them home because I got her full briefs and she was like, yes, I want my undies to go all the way up to my nipples and all the way down to my knees. I'm so happy. Yes. That's my kind of bloomer. Were, were any of them worse than bogey green colour, though? Because I I actually toiled over the colour scheme for <laughs> ages because I saw that they did a five-pack of blacks and I was like, that is the most chic that you could get. Because yeah. also with those cheap five-packs, you get, like, the little bow on the front and it feels like you're five again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and they had one with, like, a leopard print and, like, a lilac. Bridget Jones. <laughs> So, so yeah, no bogey green, unfortunately. Oh man, you can't go wrong with a five pack of undies. Honestly, they're going to mm. be the comfiest undies you ever buy. Oh, I, just cotton, it's lovely. I hate either laundry day or if I'm going on a date that I know might, you know, um, I hate having to wear what is considered like nice sexy. underwear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Mm. I just want granny pants, okay? I just want to be comfy. That's why I do look forward sometimes when you start dating somebody. I kind of look forward to the to the point where you don't really care anymore. Yeah, you you can just relax what you wear, throw on whatever. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It doesn't take long for me to get to that stage. To be fair, usually after (laughs) about two dates. Well, Marley always says she set the bar really low because we were living on a campsite when we met. So she would wear like the same dress for like five days in a row because you like work yeah. all day and then she just like throw this dress on at the end of the day just to like chill out. In. Yeah, and one day exactly. she like put on a new outfit and I was like, oh, wow, you look so hot. And she was like, literally, I just had to change my clothes for you to think that yeah. I'd made an effort. <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. <clears throat> Okay, okay, I think Let's we've delayed it <laughs> as far as we can. So thank thank you again to Brit for s- sending in the um, the voice note mm. and giving your assessment of Mariah. I think it's a fair assessment. I think it's fair. I absolutely have to say straight off the bat, though, All I Want for Christmas Is You is one of my favourite Christmas songs. I, I stand by it. it. Yes. I love it. I it's think so it's good. fabulous. Mm-hmm. So, Glitter, I am going to get you to do the one oh, minute no. or less. <laughs> oh, no. I, I did it last week. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So, oh, so it starts in what looks like a sort of 1920s club, but it but it can't have been that long ago. And... and <laughs> This woman gets out on stage and she starts singing a song, but then she stumbles. And just so we really know what's going on, someone from the crowd says, Oh no, drunk again. (laughs) (laughs) I missed that. (laughs) Had too much to drink. And then she like calls her little, I don't know, 10 or 12 year old daughter up onto the stage who has this amazing voice. And I can't tell if it's actually coming out of the kid or not. Mm. And um, so she sings for her mum who's too drunk to sing then they do a cute duet and then they drive to this like mansion and it's like her dad and she's like look this is your daughter too I need you to pay some money he gives them a wad of cash and then Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> that night they go home and her mum falls asleep with um, a cigarette in her hand and the house burns down and they have nothing mm -hmm. and then the kid has to go into foster care and that's like all in the space of like half a minute <laughs> done yeah <laughs> done yeah and she meets these two kids at the foster home and you can tell they're going to be fierce friends and then skip forward they're in their 20s um <laughs> and they're dancing at the club and this guy is like do you guys sing you'd be great backup dancers and they're like sure yeah okay so then they become backup dancers for this woman who is a terrible singer can't sing at all and they mm. realize that mariah carey can sing so they turn up her microphone and turn down the main girl's microphone and this dodgy looking guy called dice who honestly i find quite creepy comes along and he's like you can't let them do that to you i'll make you a star come with me baby and then they yeah. start dating and he's also her producer and then I really, really struggle to gauge what her success level is for the next 40 minutes of the film. I, don't, I can't tell if she's made it and she's really famous or if she's still a struggling artist. It's really hard to tell. Um, yeah. And she gets in with a big music label and they make her do a video in a bikini and she hates it. She's really uncomfortable. But then... Um, she breaks up with her producer boyfriend because he turns into a dickhead for absolutely zero reason. And then she plays Madison Square Garden. Square Garden. Mm -hmm. And she's sold out. Where did this come from? And <laughs> just before she goes on stage, she finds out that her ex-boyfriend, who she still has a little something for, and I think we're supposed to feel sorry for him, has been shot dead on the street because... He made a dodgy deal um, back in the day when he was trying to, like, exclusively produce her and she actually belonged with someone else. And she has to go on stage with that and still do the performance. And is that pretty much it? Ah, uh, the very end. What happens at the very oh end? Oh my god, what happened? Who I did she remember. go and see? Who did she go and see? Who did she reunite with? <laughs> I'm giving you <laughs> the clear oh, picture. No. Oh, 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 and then... <laughs> And then she reads this letter that her dead ex-boyfriend gave her and it was like, by the way, I found your mum. She's been clean and sober for years and she lives in a small town in Maryland. And she gets in the car from the gig and goes straight there in this tight sequin dress that she can't even walk in. And her mum comes out of the house and they have a hug. The end. Yeah, why, why did she need that backstory? It didn't really come into the film at all apart from just to top and tail it. No, so <coughs> first of all, great... Great summary. Oh, where do... I mean, yeah. So, first of all, the producer that she has the love affair with looks like a, a Aldi version of Ewan McGregor. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah, spot on. For the American fans, I guess that would be, I don't know, Walmart? Uh, Walmart's yeah. pretty good, actually. But still, I think, yeah, Walmart Your or cheap Target cheap and dirty, version. sort of, yeah. Yeah, of Ewan McGregor. So, the pro right, the main pro <laughs> many problems with this film. The main problem, like you said, it's hard to know, has she made it? Like, is she still struggling? Has she made it? What's the timeline? Is there a timeline on this? It's really strange. It's really odd. And then her two friends that she was friends with in the orphanage that then become her backup singers and da dancers. Mm. I was fully expecting that to be a story where... 
yes, she she did kind of not see them for a while, and they were like, oh, long time no see. But mm. I was expecting her to go full diva, yeah, forget where she came from, yeah, like screw you, backup dancers. But then have this full circle thing of oh, I I've become a diva. It wasn't that. I think it they wasn't. missed an opportunity. Yeah, because they chucked out her friends because they were like, <laughs> this like poncy director was like, no, no, I don't want them. I will bring in my own dancers. And then he yeah. brought in these like topless contemporary men. Um, yes. Yeah. But I thought her friends were going to be more upset about it. And they were like a bit annoyed, but not, it didn't really break down the friendship, I don't think. Yeah. It's, yeah. So that was a non-starter. The <clears throat> the mother, oh, there was a bit where she was walking down the street and then there was this woman who looked like her mother who was singing really, really well. Yeah. But it was so badly acted that I, I just thought, oh, that was her mother, but Mariah just didn't <laughs> react properly. Yeah, because she had like a, she was like... <laughs> They had a whole moment, didn't they? And I was like, is this? I I'm not sure what's yeah. going on. That was confusing. Mm. That Her cat that she had from when she was in the orphanage until she was an adult. Alive. But the cat was only brought out when she was walking out on the producer guy. The cat wasn't in any of the other scenes. She just had the cat in the orphanage, a little kitten or whatever... Yeah. And then she had a cat that she was walking out to the apartment with. Which she's like, I'm leaving like, you. Let me bring the cat with me. Make more of the cat if you're going to yeah. have it as like a symbolic, oh, the cat was her only constant throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Again, I just think they had a missed opportunity. Just strange. Just, I, yeah. I feel like she had about five lines in the whole movie as well. So like we didn't care about her character and we didn't know anything about her character. Yeah. Most of the time it was people talking at her and her smiling and sort of batting her eyelids. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, this is the main character. I have to know more. Like, just having this montage of her having a sad backstory doesn't make me care about her. I need to know what her personality is. Exactly. Oh, and something I found so funny that happened twice in the movie was that Mariah... Mariah's lyrics were in the background and they were so on the nose that I... Oh, that was so it, bad! It was, like, it. they were showing the tragic scene when she's a kid and then they show another tragic scene in the future. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one. But in both, they use the same song and yes. it goes, it's all so tragic. <laughs> Got no closure or something. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'll never have the closure that I need. <laughs> Slapping me over, slapping me around the face with your with it your was hidden meaning. Absolutely <laughs> shocking, and that, that is what I'd say for the honestly the soundtrack of the whole movie. The lyrics were appalling, and it made us start to question whether that is just what Mariah's music is, and we're just fooled by the fact that her voice is incredible, but the lyrics are, are like awful. Yeah, because thinking about it, that's the thing. Her voice is incredible. So that is what saves the songs in, in the movie, especially. Mm. Because as much as it's a terrible movie, I like her voice. So mm. that was just about, you know, sort of... If there wasn't the good good singing voice in this movie, there would be nothing. Yeah. Actually, nothing. There would be nothing. <laughs> nothing. It's shocking, wasn't it? 
What was with the... She kept. She had silver rectangles of glitter paint. Yes, the glitter! I'm really but, hoping that this is on the IMDb because oh, we... Oh, yeah. Like, it was on her neck and then her back and then there was one, like, on her arm for another scene. And I'm like, there's got to be some yeah. hidden meaning to why she's always got a stripe of glitter. There's got to be. I mean, I'm sure the director thought it was a really arty, edgy, subtle meaning of some kind. But It's uh, just weird. Um, I don't want to go too into this, but I think we do have to address it just because it's a, a lot of the culture around glitter and the history of glitter is yeah. surrounded by this, which is that it was released around just very just post 9-11. And mm. Mariah blames, in several interviews, has blamed the failure of the movie on 9-11. Really? And it's like, uh, like the soundtrack... Shit. The soundtrack was released on 9-11 and then the movie. Oh so I've God. seen interviews where she, it's so uncomfortable where it's just like, mm-hmm. where, where they showed like a clip and they were kind of making a joke about glitter and she was like, oh, that movie was released around like 9-11. I was like, oh my God, no, you can't. No. You can't say that. It's, it's just, oh, it's so uncomfortable. I just had to bring it up because it just shows Mariah kind of like, the t- sometimes I think she's a bit tone deaf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not in her singing. Not in her I'm singing. In voice. Just ironically. in life. Just in life. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty shocking. Like, because I'd seen that she sort of disowned it and shunned it and was like, I'm embarrassed about it. But um, mm. I don't know. I think a good movie is a good movie. And, and um, if it had been good, then people would have been like, oh, this was a thing that like lifted us up after this tragic yeah. thing happened. But it. It's just shocking. I know. So, um, yeah. And also, it it kind of has built a little bit of a following in terms of, in the kind of, in the same realm as like Leprechaun style, you know, the the sort of cultish following kind of thing, but not on the, I mean, not on the level of of the room, you know, it's always, Mm. (laughs) we always go back to that, but, uh, uh, oh, my favourite line. Oscar worthy. The glitter can overpower the artist. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I heard that and I thought someone thinks they're really clever, don't they? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, uh, oh, and the whole thing about her doing the concert minutes after she found out her boyfriend had just been murdered. Yeah. And singing. That would have worked as a thing if the, if the concert had been weeks after and that was her. She was like, oh, I've kind of started to process this. And then she came out on stage really bravely. Mm. That would have worked as a storyline, but not minutes after it's happened. <laughs> There's just no, no, just no. You just, the concert would be cancelled. There's just no way. I, I was so distracted because she just couldn't walk in the dress that I, I <laughs> yeah. didn't take in anything else for that whole bit. It was like so tight all the way down to her knees. She's like shuffling along the stage. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was... I, I, I And they were all standing around the TV watching the news while this happened. But just before that, they were like, she's late. Why is she late? And then she turned up and saw the news story and they were like, so she was late for a completely um, different, un- reason. Like, different reason that we that we haven't been told about, like unrelated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. So, 
Yeah, I'm just looking at my notes. I think the I was model... just ex- expecting it to be more of this, like, strug- <coughs> like the struggling artist, like, trying to desperately make it. But it seemed that in the second scene, when she was dancing in that nightclub, she'd already made it because a producer came up and said, do you want to be a backup singer? And I was like, oh, well, that wasn't much of a struggle. She was just dancing in a club yeah. and he picked her out. And yeah, then she's... it was kind of like plain sailing from there, like someone heard a voice and then went, oh, yeah, you should be a solo act. And it just kind of went up and up and up. But then we yeah. got to sort of halfway through the movie and she still was kind of like, oh, I'm still like, no one's listening to my tracks, but people were recognising her in restaurants. So I'm like, are you famous or are you not? I don't understand. Yeah, I really don't understand. I have to say, I did actually like the ending where she was reunited with her mother. I thought yeah. that was probably one of the best scenes in the movie. Her mother hadn't aged at all, though, which was... They were the same age! They were basically the same age, so that was a bit lazy of the the makeup artists and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so I thought that was a nice ending. Uh, (coughs) Shall I... Let's have a look at the... Let's have a little look at the IMDb page. Oh, please. So... I really... I just want some clarity, you know? Yes, so it got 2.3 out of 10. 10 on oh, wow. That's one of our very lowest, low. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So in the same interview that I saw her talking about the timing of the movie coming out, mm. watch what watch what happens live. She said that she regrets making the film. Uh so the movie made just over five million dollars uh worldwide is that it oh my goodness that's <laughs> so bad <gasps> this was supposed to be her like launch pad into acting wasn't it oh probably. so that she could get more starring roles so the film is listed among the 100 most enjoyably bad movies ever made in golden raspberry award founder mm. the official razzie movie guide we should look onto the razzie list by the way for we our should. podcast we yeah. really should actually that's and what we, we should... should be referring to and we should be looking at how many Razzies each movie won. Wow, yes! new segment. New segment. That's really good. Yeah, I love that. I disagree, so, though. I think it's actually a really unwatchable film. I, yeah, I just I checked out so very... many times. so hard to watch. It was incredibly boring, a lot of mm. it. Really boring. So, yeah, she's since uh, disowned the film. Max Beasley, I don't know who that is, probably one of the other actors. Oh, I uh, think still that was Dice. It. Still stands by it and defends it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was supposed to launch her acting career. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah, so when a young Billy Frank at the orphanage first meets her foster sisters, Louise asks her what race she is, and Billy, so that's Mariah, replies that she's mixed. In real life, Mariah Carey herself is of mixed ancestry, having black, Irish, and Venezuelan heritage. I saw an mm. article about that, actually. I think I think some of the kind of... It's not an autobiographical film, but there were bits, it's, little yeah, bits here and it, there. I was wondering because it seemed like they'd pulled stuff from her life as well. Yeah. Okay, there's not much more interesting trivia, so I am going to go on to the reviews. Yes. <laughs> see what I can find. Will someone explain the glitter? <laughs> I know. We'll have to, we'll have to Google it. Oh my, oh my, what an atrocity. <laughs> It's entitled Painful. There yes. is one decent one decent line in the movie where Mariah first encounters 
Escargos? Escargo. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. She <gasps> says, someone went all the way to France for this. Yes. She's like, she's like the classic, like, oh, poor street kid who doesn't understand the finer things in life. Like, you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. It's a delicacy from France. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. Because she's like, uh, someone flew snails in from France. Yeah, well, actually, that's what posh people eat. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like that yeah. thing of, like, her rice of fame. She doesn't get it. She just doesn't. She's just so, like, I just want a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, just give me a cheeseburger. <laughs> me me trying to work it like escargot <laughs> snails um, <laughs> I love that he said escargot as well escargot <laughs> is, is that how you say it it's yeah no that is that is escargot. how you say it I just I oh, love okay. that he used the French word rather than just being oh, like this snails. is snails this is what posh people eat yeah <laughs> Uh, another review Mariah delivers one of the worst performances ever in one of the worst movies ever I wish somebody would quit telling these singers that they can act. There are very mm-hmm. few singers that come to mind that have been successful as actors or actresses, and there's only one I can think of that's ever begin- been given any kind of recognition for being a good actor. That was Cher when she did Moonstruck. She did get an Oscar, actually. Mm. I don't know if it was in Moonstruck, but she did get an Oscar. I think Lady Gaga's good as well. She's good. Oh, I need to see- I'm need. i going to go see The House of Gucci at the weekend. Ooh. Nice. Ooh, House of Gucky. Gucky! Yes, tell Gucky. me all about it. Yeah, I will. Adam Driver's in it, and I, I'm obsessed. I love Adam Driver. Uh, it's hard to find one redeeming quality for this movie, but I'll say this. If you wear earplugs and close your eyes, it's almost bearable. <laughs> I just I just spat. <laughs> that was really funny. Oh, this is a great title. All that glitters is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That should be the title of this episode. Boom. Done. Yes. Uh, yeah, so... <clears throat> there is... Yeah, somebody's just written... Ah! As the title. <laughs> Glitter. Oh my gosh. Glitter made me bitter. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> A star is not born. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. Just what was the purpose? What was the point of the film? I don't understand. It had what no was... like rise and fall. It was so strange. There's just yeah, there was just the pacing, the it just the timeline, it... everything. And then Why... weird You go. Oh no, I wanna hear what the weird thing is. <laughs> they had weird slow-mo camera jiggling <gasps> yes things. constantly constantly yeah. it would just go into slow-mo just because they were like oh this is a cool thing to do it's like they just figured out that there was a slow-mo mode on the camera that they could use and they like, overused it do you yeah. know what i mean uh um, why did her boyfriend become a dick for no reason he just right. one day yeah. started wearing turtlenecks <laughs> and sunglasses and he was like we can do better he <laughs> This is what I wrote in my notes. There is absolutely zero build-up or any indication whatsoever that this guy is going to go off the rails or be a bad guy or get into drugs or anything like that. And then just Mm -hmm. one day, he's just a mess at a party for no reason. And then that's it. He's a mess now. What? Where did that come from? What? What? (laughs) So weird, isn't it? Why? And he's also like (laughs) sniffing all the time. 
And, yeah. <laughs> and like we find out about the dodgy deal and this guy like I swear 10 years has gone by and this guy comes out of the blue he's like I made a deal for $100,000 and I haven't seen a penny I was like it's been quite a long time she's been having a good career I'm sure she could pay you $100,000 yeah <laughs> yeah that, that none of that made any sense the oh what was I going to say yeah so there was no there was just no oh the goddamn. okay at least three times they had a news report on the TV to explain the storyline of the movie. <laughs> and it drove me insane. Every time I saw the TV go on and there was a news reporter standing there Aww. giving details that most news reporters wouldn't go into mm-hmm. about they knew too much and they were telling the story and I hated it so mm-hmm. much. Every single time. It was... So annoying. <laughs> oh, made me so mad. Yeah, that's really bad. It's like not a clever way to tell the narrative at all. No, no. It's it's as uh oh there was something. Wait, the oh I'm just having a look at my notes. There was definitely something. Oh. When they have had their fallout mm. and they're separately, he's having a tinkle on the piano and she's <laughs> having a tinkle on her notepad. Yes! And I was like, they are not writing the same song separately. How? No. How are they writing they are the not. same song? No, Jackie, they're not because that's impossible. They're not writing. <laughs> I'm, no. Fuck off. Fuck off, Glitter. No. You're not so writing ridiculous. the same song. No. You're not a you're not a ghost in Demi's show, okay? It's Just so call back. stupid. And she ah. goes to his house and finds the music on the piano, <laughs> and she's going, "Oh, oh, wow! This is the song that I wrote in my apartment oh. while we were separated." <laughs> but it's not clear, and but they don't make it clear enough because they don't make the song memorable enough yeah. to be for sure that it's the same. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it's not quite. It's Doesn't not quite, quite work. Like, it's mm-hmm. the, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! I love it. Oh, shocking! I think we should do the uh, shit stars. How many shit stars? It's an easy one for me. One. Yeah, half a star. Half a star! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It would be half a star if Mariah Carey didn't have a good voice, singing voice. Yes. So I'm going to give Completely it one star. One star. Yeah. I think... Do, do you know what actually made some of her acting so bad? Is that because her eyebrows were in that perfect arch the whole time, I couldn't tell what expression she was making. Yes. Her eyebrows yes. don't move. There were There was maybe one or two times where she kind of did an expression that kind of resembled acting where mm. I kind of understood what she was trying to convey but the rest of the time was just gobbledygook really I didn't mm. really understand what was what she was trying to get at oh the first time when her and Dice um, sleep together and she's lying <laughs> there next to her she's like I never I never do this and he goes and he has the grumpiest expression on his face he's like yeah I can tell like he's pissed off at her <laughs> And it's this horrible, awkward moment. 
horrible. And then he's like, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm like, that was awful. What? You didn't have to say it with like an angry expression. Like that was the worst sex of your life. So awful. And then she did the absolute, the, oh, the classic of she was just lying there looking at him and she was like, I find it hard to trust people. And it's like, oh. Yes! <laughs> I, Stop. I don't know if this relationship's going to work out. Oh, stop forcing these things down our throats. Like, let us kind of come to some conclusions mm-hmm. without slapping us over the face with it. It's just unbearable. <laughs> and she did a whole speech later about her mum, didn't she? About how, like, she she just wanted to know if her mum still cared about her and did she think about her because she never came back and she promised that she would. And it was really shoehorned oh. in because... I just felt that they let the mum storyline just kind of drop and then they picked it up when they felt like it. Yeah, there was no reference. There was barely any reference to the rest of the time. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. (coughs) This was a lot. Best and worst actors. Oh, yes. Well, best actor was the guy who shot him. Because he's actually a good actor. <laughs> he's terrifying, yeah. And he's he's been in a lot of stuff, good yeah, quality okay. stuff. He's he was the best actor, and I believed his character. I knew who he was, knew what he was, what he was about. So he was the best. Oh, the worst! The worst has got to go to Mariah. I just yeah. it has She's to. She's just not good. No, just not good. Yeah, Do you have I any agree other candidates. Um, not for the worst I think I agree with you um Mm. although like some of those like uh publicist characters yeah oh Oh, yeah yeah. we'll get you in the the pink thing with the boa you know the the pink thing yeah you can wear that oh she was my favorite character she was my shining light the one (laughs) in the limo the one who's just busybodying everywhere yeah she's great she's so positive hi I'm a new publicist (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah she was fantastic she was she was definitely my shining light I'd say uh, I, I quite enjoyed the mum's acting. Mm. Um, shining light wise, though, I don't know. You've got to pick something. <laughs> I mean, I found it quite funny when. Um, this is probably going to sound really bad, but when they had like the <laughs> the big director who was like making her stand in a bikini and like have the contemporary dancers around her, yeah. and she kind of like had her arms over her stomach. Look, really uncomfortable but it was I just thought it was funny like because the <laughs> contemporary dancers were so silly <laughs> yeah. and she also wasn't even trying like if they had been filming that for the music video they couldn't have used any of that footage because she had her arms around her so she wasn't even trying to do it like they, they shouldn't have been filming they should have just been like okay stop if you're uncomfortable yeah. like tell us what to do and take your arms off because it was yeah. so obviously <laughs> uncomfortable. They couldn't do it like more subtly. So yeah, that was that was quite entertaining. The dancers really went all at it. I'll yeah. just quickly before we finish this episode, I'll just Google what what was the silver paint. I'm gonna say paint. Yeah, on yeah. Mariah mm. in glitter. There's gotta be. There's gotta be something. Uh, Although we're just like, Ma- we need to tie the title of the movie in somehow. It's saying, Will Mariah's glitter trend catch on? This is an article from 2001. Okay. No, this isn't. 
silver paint. Okay, yeah, please tell me. Please tell me why. Please tell me. Oh, no, this is just showing me pictures of it. No! Well, if anyone wants to write in and tell us... Please. We would love to know. I'm the unsolved... dying to know. Oh, my gosh. The unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries. Mariah Carey. No, I can't find it. Somebody just wrote boobs on this on this forum. <laughs> boobs. <laughs> boobs. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Helpful. Thanks. Okay. Well, so thanks for thanks for that. <laughs> sorry that I picked. Sorry that I, sorry that I picked this movie. It was so bad. So awful. But I knew. It was iconically bad. I'd heard mm. so much about it being one of the worst movies ever made. So it had to be on the list. And I'm glad we did it because <laughs> that's what we're here for. It's so shocking. And we've just had like a really good one. So we had to do a bad one. Really bad. And next week, speaking of, next week, oh, this one is going to hurt. Okay. Oh, no. Send, send it straight to the litter tray. That's the clue. Oh, oh, oh it's going to be so awful. <laughs> Straight to the litter tray. I know nothing about this one, so I'm excited oh, to watch it. Awful. I hated the original anyway. Oh god. Okay. Well, thanks so much for listening, everyone, and please do keep getting in touch with us because we love it. <laughs> well, I, I definitely do. <laughs> I'm always like, oh my god, god <laughs> uh, But yeah, thanks, Jackie. I won't hang up the FaceTime. We'll yeah. just have a little. But a debrief and catch up. Catch you, catch you later. Catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email windbreaking at yahoo.com. Yahoo, of course. Mm-hmm. Or you can follow our Instagram at wind underscore breaking. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.